All right. Well, welcome to the Corey Lee Leadership and Fitness Podcast. Uh, today, I got one of my good friends, Mike Ellis, here with me. And uh, Mike, uh, this podcast is about leadership and it's about fitness, right? Where we, our goal is we want to help encourage people and motivate people to get moving and stay moving, whether that's in their leadership position or whether that's in exercise. We want people to be active to get going, be consistent, and stay moving. And now you, Mike, hey, you've served in some leadership positions and some leadership roles. You worked for uh, the, the fire department there in Tupelo and, and actually retired in a leadership position. Now you're a financial advisor. So you've gone from, gone from saving lives to saving folks' future, right? That's right. Securing their future. Securing their future. There you go. Well, well, Mike, I appreciate you being on here today and taking the time, and uh, just thank you uh, for being here, man. Oh, hey, it's a pleasure, Corey. Uh, I'm honored to be on your your podcast, and hope we can uh, dig down into some questions you have and kind of unpack things a little bit. Yeah, well, we're we're going to talk about uh, leadership a little bit today, and I think you got something that you're really passionate about. You and I have talked before uh, about a few things that I think our listeners need to hear today, especially our our guys and our men. And uh, we're going to dig deep into that. But one of the first things I want to talk to you about is you served in a leadership position. You served in a leadership role. We both know that that leadership isn't a position. Uh, a position doesn't make somebody a leader. A title does not make somebody a leader. So in your opinion, how would you define a good leader or good quality leadership? Well, the world that I come from, you know, with emergency services, a good leader to me, Corey, is a, a leader that takes care of his people. I don't mean covering for them and making excuses for them, but Leadership, well, number one, it's by example. You lead by example. If you can't lead yourself and manage yourself, you can't expect others to follow you or to effectively lead them. But going back to taking care of them, like I said, it's not covering for them, making excuses for them. Uh, it's more about equipping them to accomplish their job, to better themselves, to better the organization, and making sure they have the tools and the resources they need to do that and hold them accountable to that. Uh, to me, that, that speaks volumes of leaders. Plus, uh, the number one thing is how you how you lead yourself because they're watching. If your words and your actions don't line up, you're not a leader. It's like John Maxwell said, you know, if you think you're a leader, you turn around and nobody's following you, I mean, you're out for a walk. Yeah. Uh, that That's my my thing on it. You know, your, your words and actions have to line up. You have to take care of your people by equipping them, training them, and holding them accountable. Uh, I, I think that's what leadership is to me. And, that, you know, that's a that's a great definition because a leader is someone who knows the way. They go the way and they show the way. It's easy for me to get up and start talking about leadership and teaching people on, on leadership. But if I'm not living that example, then, then it's nothing. Right. And, you know, when early on in my leadership, uh, I, I thought as the leader – I had to do it all, right? But right. exactly what you said, you've got a team of people that, that's there helping you. You're empowering them and equipping them to carry out the team's goal. So yes. that's a great definition, yes. I, I think. So 
Um, and obviously you didn't just automatically come to know that that was a process I'm sure for yourself. So I guess in your training and, and, you know, in your growth, who's been a mentor for you? Who have you learned from and gained some wisdom from? Man, where where to start? Uh, You know, I've had several good examples. I've had several bad examples and, you know, I try to take away from, from both, you know, the bad examples, I I don't want to be like, like that I don't you know we've talked about charismatic leadership uh that one you know people I say well man he's just a natural leader well do you want to follow that guy because I know a lot of charismatic people that can their their compass is not north you don't want to follow them yeah uh John Wooden basketball coaches uh I, I consider him a mentor I love his take on leadership and uh his take on con- accountability uh, look at uh, John Maxwell, of course. You know, we're both big fans of his. Uh, but but there, there's been several people that have been instrumental in different areas of my life, spiritually, you know, financially, and uh, business-wise or career-oriented. Uh, one of the spiritual ones I look to, you know, obviously is Jesus. You know, we, I try to follow his examples or, or try to take away from his teachings. Uh Clay Curtis, a mutual friend of ours, uh, his life, I think he lives out. He's one of the few people that I've witnessed that lives out his core values day to day. And he don't, he's, he don't change. Yeah. And, uh, I find that very, very interesting. I, I gravitate toward people like that who, who don't change, whether they're around me and Corey or they're around their preacher or whoever they're, they're the same person. Yeah. Uh, so that that's been some really good mentors for for me that uh which I, I love reading I enjoy reading and I think we both do and I love to read leadership books uh growth books mm-hmm. find a lot of value in that yeah and 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 you're right you know a mentor isn't someone that necessarily has you can you can learn from anybody it doesn't necessarily have to be someone that's physically right here with you you said John wouldn't. Um, was a mentor of yours. Yes. Probably never met John. Never met him. Right? But, you, but you've learned a lot of things from him. And, right. and, and I'm with you. And I can uh, attest to the uh, poor leadership and, and good leadership. And you can learn from both 100% right. with you on that. Um, so now, <clears throat> you know, this is a leadership and fitness podcast. And you and I both, we love to exercise. And we actually had a conversation yesterday how – um, if we don't get the opportunity to work out or exercise a few days, we get a little bit of irritable, right? And, and yes. uh, get a little frustrated. We get, um, it's just an outlet. You know, it's, we've made it a high priority in our lives. It's not the most important, obviously, by any means, but it's a, it, it's a priority in our lives. Yes. Not everybody is like that. Um, some people just aren't motivated to do that kind of stuff. And we are disciplined. It's, it's something we like, but what kind of, um, advice or encouragement would you give to someone that's not necessarily motivated to live a healthy lifestyle? They know they need to, but they're just not as motivated to do it. What kind of encouragement could you give them to get moving and to stay moving? I, I like your branding or, or your, you know, get moving and stay moving. Yeah. You know, we both know that it's not easy. You know, I get up at four thirty in the morning. That's when I do my, my quiet time and I've got a, a routine and it takes, you know, I both know it takes about 28 days to do something consistently and it becomes a habit. Yeah. I don't like to look at working out as a habit. I just think it's a way of life. 
think it's biblical to take care of your body. Uh, you know, it pays big dividends down the road. Yeah. To encourage somebody, I think a lot of that motivation comes from within. The worst thing you can do to me is, is just pound on somebody, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and try to really drive it home. You lead, like I said there again, by example. Uh, I've got a friend of mine, that's, he don't lead the healthiest life, you know, weight's an issue. So kind of working with him a little bit. And my thing to him, and I'm not going to mention names, but is, uh, you know, I want you to be around to see your children graduate. I want you to be around to see your children get married, have children, see their lives develop. And if you continue down this current path, you're, you're reducing your chances of doing that. You may not be around to do that. Now, nobody knows when the good Lord's going to call us home. Yeah. You know, but, but it, it, he give us enough common sense and wisdom that, hey, take care of ourselves. Yeah. You know, and uh, what, nobody wants to be on medications. Nobody wants to have to go to, to dialysis because their kidneys are fa- failing or whatever. There's just a host of issues. Their heart, uh, cancer. So I try to encourage people like that, point out the benefits of it. Plus, it just makes you feel better mm-hmm. all around. Like, like you and I talked. Hey, if I don't, if I don't run or do something a couple of days in, in, in a row, my wife will look at me and tell me, you need to go run. <laughs> get out the door. Go get for out, a run. Go. Go. Get out of here. I need you to go. Yeah, because you – you can't even stand your own self. You need like eight miles for you. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, well, you just run until you get tired, then you're too tired to be here. We just want to go, go in and eat and sleep. So <laughs> everybody's good. There you go. That's that's good. Uh, and now in our other conversations, there's a couple of things that you are passionate about. Exercise is one of them. The other one is men and helping yes. men be manly men again, right? That, Absolutely. How about that? How about uh, that? You and I have talked, you know, pretty in depth about that. You <laughs> are right. You know, and, and it has been on my heart. It's becoming a passion of mine. And, uh, you know, it's like me and you talk that I, I, I kind of wake up with, with your hair on fire, man, I got to do this Yeah. kind of direction. And uh, I, I think far too long now, uh, society, the church in general has emasculated men. Mm. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, didn't know or do not know what it truly means to be a manly man and a godly man. Uh, so my passion is bringing that to the forefront and getting real and getting honest with men and saying, Hey, this is, this is what we're called to be. This we're called to be, I don't like using the term warrior, but we are called to have some aggressiveness to be the leaders and uh, to lead our families, to lead our communities, to lead our churches. And that is our role. That's what we're created to be. And I think we've lost sight of that. And uh, I'm going to bring that back into our culture. You know, I see far too many young men sitting in front of a video game, sitting on their iPhone. And I'm not saying it's all got its place. And, and, and moderation is the key to everything yeah. when it comes comes to those lines but uh there's an issue with society when a man sitting in front of a grown man sitting in front of a video game eight hours a day and his kids are out here playing or his wife's over here starving for attention and we're not meeting those needs we are falling short Mm, that that is that's good it's it's those needs that aren't being met that that's our role right as men to to take that role where i mean where do you think it went wrong what happened where where did we fall away at 
you know? Yeah. I, I'm 53 years old. My, you know, and I, I can just go from, from my viewpoint and what I've seen in my short life. You know, I, I come from a culture, you know, blue collar parents had a great work ethic. You know, my dad was there. He was a, a strong disciplinarian. I, I value that. He taught me a strong work ethic. Uh, on the flip side, that generation of men didn't know how to wrap their arms around maybe their son or, and, hey, I love you, and this is what, you know, the emotional side of being a man. And yeah. there is a, there's an emotional side uh, along with the physical and a spiritual side of being a man. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, you, you don't show your emotions. You just do your job, and hey, that, that's it. Uh, I think in the 60s and the 70s come along and all this, you know, acceptance. We're we're splitting hairs, but, you know, the the feel good. Hey, if it feels good, it's got to be right. Yeah. No. (laughs) You know, and letting letting women just lead. I mean, I look in churches and a a mutual friend of ours, and once again, I won't call names. He's noticed it. I see moms, whether it be a single mom or in a nuclear family bringing their kids to church and they're the ones that's the spiritual leader in that house mm-hmm. my dad is checked out or watching the football game or, or hunting or fishing whatever it may be and like i said those are not bad things in herself but there's a place for them mm-hmm. and uh far too far too often i see that the, the women are have it all on their shoulders raising the kids being the spiritual leader being the provider and it's just not what God intended us to be. We're supposed to be leading the family uh, in the church role and in the financial role at the house and the physical realm. All of it falls on our shoulders. Uh, It's just time we step up to the plate and, you know, regain what what God put us here to be. Yeah. And, you know, you you kind of mentioned there that you kind of grew up and it, it was one way where it's almost hardcore where you didn't show the emotional love and affection now it's the men have kind of distanced themselves so mm-hmm. you know it's it's two opposite ends right there how do you think um because this is all about leadership and fitness right? And, right and leading well and right now we're specifically talking to men but i guess how do we find that balance spot right there where, where do you think that good spot is where we are leading ourselves or leading our family leading the kids and leading the community well how do we find that spot uh, i think it starts you know with each individual uh one thing that I, i'm discovering and and it is a, is a tried true you've got to know yourself and it's like I, I tell my children know what you believe know why you believe it it starts there you've got to hold that set of core values uh if you tell your children that that you're going to do something do it because they're watching you and that's yeah. setting the precedence uh you know if it comes to discipline hey sometimes you have to take a hard line on this one i'm not saying go out and beat your child but you do have to discipline them and you got to hold them accountable mm. i think that shows a lot you've got to be accountable whether we like it or not, we have to be accountable to our wives. You know, we're towing the line. We're setting the standard for them to follow. Yeah. Uh, not saying they're any weaker. They're, they're, they're not, but they're, they're created differently than we are. Finding that balance. Yes. I think you need to, uh, I, I look, I like said there again, I look at Jesus, look at his example for it. Yeah. Uh, he cleared the temple. Mm-hmm. You think a weak man would have cleared the temple, turning <laughs> over tables and, and running off money changers? No, not, 
But there again, when he met the woman at the well, was caught in adultery. What did he do? Show her some he, compassion. He showed compassion. Mm -hmm. I think we have to. That's the balance. We have yeah. to stand up when the action's called for and be the man, and not be afraid to get our hands dirty. But on the same, you know, find out if your children mess, if your child messes up, you're still all up. And you hold them accountable. You discipline, but you also show them some compassion. Yeah, and. Uh, Find that balance. If I had that answer, man, me and you'd be writing a book. And <laughs> well, <laughs> would be, would be good. Yeah, I know, I know. You know, and you said something there that I, I think strikes a tone that can help find that balance, not just for men, but but for anybody leading themselves, and and women, and anybody that that's trying to lead themselves well. And you said having a set of core values, whatever that is, know what you believe or right. why you believe it, and if there's things that fall, if there's a decision or an opportunity that falls outside of those core values, you don't act or you don't go along with that. If it right. is, then you do go along with that. Right. I think that was something you, something you said that was really good, knowing what you believe, have those core values and stick yes. to them. So. I think that's imperative. I mean, you have to. And uh, I think it's important. I'm finding out now, you know, it's a growth. I mean, it, it, as long as you're living, you should be growing. Yeah. trying to sharpen that saw and become better and journaling has helped me a lot i mean i can say say that uh you know i think everybody ought to write down their core values and what they believe in mm -hmm. and, and why they believe it put the why behind it and the purpose behind it and read it often you know because if you don't you're going to lose sight and uh but you're absolutely right if, if it's a business decision and they don't line up with your core values uh you don't need to make that decision. You just, well, you need to make the decision to stay clear from it. Yeah. You and I yeah. both know, even if you if you fail to make a decision or fail not or fail to act, you've still made a choice. Exactly. You know, yeah. either way. And uh, it's a, uh, but I think that's the most important part to self growth and to leadership is you've got to know who you are, what you believe, and why you believe it. Yeah. I 100% agree with you there uh, on that, Mike. So, um, and I think you had some great, great information there. And you guys, if you're listening, you may want to rewind that a little bit because Mike had some some really good stuff there. So, Mike, I got a couple of last questions for you, all right? And these are rapid fire questions here. So, what kind of comes to your mind and, and, um, and whatever comes to you first? So, first one is readers. Not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers, right? So what exactly. are you reading right now? What are you learning right now? Uh, well, a couple of books. I, I used to keep a couple of books going. Number one, our John Maxwell, 15 Laws of Growth. Yeah. And that, that's hitting me square in the face. Mm -hmm. uh, right now I'm reading, uh, just started the, the War of Art. Uh, Steve will show it. Give him a yeah, Give oh yeah, plug. definitely. Yeah, give a little plug here. So, who we got there? Stephen Pressfield. Pressfield. Stephen, if you're listening, man, we're giving you a shout I'm out. Give you a little shout out. I just started digging into this, man. This is hitting me square in the face because it's talking about resistance and what's keeping you blocking your creativity and you're mm -hmm. you're thinking outside the box. And he calls it resistance. And his first chapter is on procrastination. Mm -hmm. Oh, it hits me in the. It's me in the face. I'm with you. You know, and uh, and, and he, he asked questions like, "Well, why do we procrastinate?" And there's there's a couple of reasons. So I'll let you read the book and find out on your own. Okay. But it's, right. it, that's what I'm reading now. And that's uh, it's, it's not far enough into it, but it seems like it's going to be a really good book. 
Yeah, uh, sounds like it. it. Sounds very interesting. You know, uh, you talk about procrastination. We talk about exercise, and I hear people. It could be Wednesday, and they say, "You know what? I'm gonna start my exercise routine on Monday. I'm gonna start my new diet on Monday. I'm gonna do whatever it is on Monday." But they're procrastinating, and and John in his book, he, in some of his other books, talks about the law of diminishing intent. The longer that we wait, if we have an idea or a thought, and the longer we wait before we act on that idea, the intention decreases and most likely it won't get done. Exactly. Right? That is it's so spot on. And I realized that. And, uh, and to you to have that call to action and you act on it, man, it's just an idea or a fairy tale. Yeah. And I think people think, well, I've got to have this plan written down on paper. I've got to have it nailed down. Talk, man, start doing something. Yeah. Just do it and fail forward. There you go. And, uh, you know, kind of off in the weeds a little bit, but like a lot of people, when they do start exercising, they do start a diet plan, Corey, you know, they may go to, I mean, it's that time of year. We have to be honest. Yeah. You know, it's Christmas season. We're going to Christmas parties and we're following this, try to eat clean and all. And you fall off the wagon. Yeah, man, you go eat a big piece of cheesecake. Who can refuse it? <laughs> you know, and, and then a lot of people just, you know, it makes them feel like crap when they do that. But instead of, oh, okay, man, do it. Show, show yourself a little forgiveness. Hey, I made a mistake. That wasn't a wise choice. Or not a mistake. It just wasn't a wise choice. And I'm going to move forward, put that behind me. But instead, what a, a lot of us usually do, I've been guilty of it. Better make myself feel better. I won't eat another piece of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just go ahead and fill it up. Yeah, let's just let's get the whole pile. Let's, there you let's, go. let's just eat it. There but, you go. You know, I mean, hey, you know, you made an unwise decision, but you enjoy it. You yeah. know, and man, enjoy the moment and move on. That's right. So it's, it's all about balance, right? It is. You, know, you got to have that balance. So. You do. All yeah. right. What about you like to run and bike and swim and CrossFit? Now, what is your favorite exercise or favorite exercise you've ever done? Running would have to be it. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not a fast runner. You know, a guy at the fire department once told me, Mike, you're the, the fittest fat guy I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm like, well, I'll take it as a compliment. But, uh, you know, I enjoy running for, for a couple of reasons. When I when I run, you know, that gives me time to decompress. I'm by myself. Yeah. And uh, that's when I, I really – the creativity starts to flow and I, these ideas pop in my head. And you and I had that discussion. Sometimes I wish I had a way to stop on a run and say, I mean, let me write that down. Yeah. But it also gives me time. If something, if there's something that I'm dealing with, a decision I need to make, I clear my mind and I start going through the pros and cons. Yeah. And, you know, and, and usually it, it helps me decompress that and unpack it and look at, get, get a little focus and direction on where I need to go. Yeah. So I'd have to say running would be mine. I'm, you know, I'm not like you. I'm not like Corey. You know, he's just a beast and everything. Yeah, I so. don't know about that. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm with you on the run. That's, that's when I can get my mind clear. I can pray and think. And yes. if, if any inventors out there that you're listening to this, we need something. You know, I've got some genius ideas in my head when I run, but then I, I can't put it back on paper. So if you can invent something, when I get back to my truck that is automatically written down in my phone or something like that, man, that would be great. You know, that'd yeah. be really helpful. So that, that's just a thought to you inventors out there. Okay. Yeah. We need to throw that out. <laughs> we, we desperately need it. Um, well, Mike, what about, what is your, the most challenging, physically challenging thing you've ever done? 
probably for me, it's going to be a, the Atlanta marathon. That was the okay. first marathon that I, that I completed. Uh, I let a mutual friend of ours taught me into doing that. That's the <laughs> hilliest course I've ever run in my life. And, uh, you know, it was, but, but that would, I'd have to say that would be it. Everything else, you know, I was prepared for it, but there again, I wasn't prepared for the hills. Yeah. And it was your first. And it's my first. first. So didn't really know what to expect. Did not know. There you go. What about, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, there again, it probably come from John Wooden. It always speaks to me, especially in the world I'm in now. Uh, you know, he, he always said, there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. Yeah. And there's never a right time to do the wrong thing. Yeah. And I thought, wow. So, you know, I, I try to, to use that as, as a guiding principle. Because, you know, a lot of times in our world, Corey, or not, you know, it, uh, I don't like being driven to where a sale is based on what are our numbers. Yeah. The lines get blurry if you hadn't met a quota. You know, you may well, and I may not present this in the best light or I yeah. may not leave this out just to make the sale. No, it's not right. Just like, you know, it, it, and I let that bleed over into anything in my, in my life or let that try to, to carry weight in anything I do. Yeah. So again, it kind of sounds like going back to that, having the values. If you don't know what you believe and why you believe it, it's hard to stick with, with that. So yeah, it is. I mean, I, it's like a, I recently told a guy, I said, look, you know, if I have to do something and, and, uh, to meet a quota, make a sale, and where the lines are blurry, man, I can go out and mow a yard and uh, go to bed at night with a clear conscience and yeah. look myself in the mirror. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, I want to be able to, to look at in the mirror and say, man, you made the right choice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. So, Mike, last question, all right? What is something that you are passionate about? What, what fills you to the brim of excitement when you're doing it? Or, or what do you feel like? Your purpose is, I believe that God has given each and every single one of us some unique gifts, talents, and abilities that only we possess. And it's our job to, to use those to serve him and to serve, serve the people that we come in contact with. But what are you passionate about? Good question, Corey. I, I mean, it's uh, now it's like we discussed earlier, seeing, seeing men become men again and, and yeah. taking that, that ownership of being a man and leading our families uh, that I, I like to see other men grow, you know, I, I don't mean, and, and be successful. And I don't mean success by what's in your bank account. That, that to me, that's not the meaning of success. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like me and you have taught me truly. I like team building also, but the, the, my passion is seeing men reclaim that title as men. Yeah. And uh, I really want to uh, see that happen. I want there to be a, a shift in our culture to where it's going back to that. Yeah, I, I think that's a great, great passion. I think something we definitely need. Uh, I'm going to help you do that. And I feel like we've got our work cut out, though. Man, we do. <laughs> we, we, we do. And, uh, you know, man, I, I, I've got, I can't think, uh, I mean, I can't show enough gratitude to Corey because he's really, he's helped me. You know, we, we do other things together. and. Uh, super good guy got a lot of good leadership uh one thing that i admire about Corey is he he's got the spiritual gift of encouragement yeah. and uh that's something i'm a weak I, it's, it's a weak area with with me you know I, i'm a little more self-motivated but 
but Corey has got a passion for encouraging people and mentoring them and leading them. And uh, uh, I'm just thankful that, that uh, he encourages me and challenges me. Well, Mike, man, I sure appreciate uh, your time. And thank you man, for being yeah. on the Corey Lee Leadership and Fitness Podcast. I, I hope you take some of the wisdom that Mike has shared today. I hope today has encouraged you and motivated you to get moving, start acting, be consistent, and stay moving. You guys have a great day and God bless.